wonderful it is. You're about to listen to the Game Punches podcast. Sorry about that. I fell asleep. Welcome to Game Punchers episode 175 for Thursday, March 2nd, 2017. Game Punchers is the most regressive and ponderous video game podcast on the internet, and I'm John. And my name is Fraser. And that's all you get. That's what you get. <laughs> Don't get upset. Yeah, we got uh, Stephen Fisher, MIA. So, uh, it's been a few weeks since we all spoke yeah, with recorded voice. It's been quite the gap this time. I think we were pretty confident we weren't going to have gaps like this, and we've ended up having a gap like this. So, but what are you going to yep. do? Anyway. Life gives you lemons. I don't even know if it's giving giving us lemons, is it? No, I was just trying to think of a Cave Johnson quote from Portal 2. <laughs> yeah. I don't want your lemons. So how are you? Is life good? Life's good. Busy. Same old. Uh, but yeah, can't complain. It's getting a little warmer. Not here, it's not. No. Yeah, we just had a couple of, uh, spring-like days this past week. Some chipmunks are running around. Hopefully not too soon. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't trust the weather. Not until March is out of the way. Yeah, yeah, March is, uh, kind of bipolar. Yes, for sure. At least in our neck of the woods. Yeah, I did get a dose of warm, wet, warmish weather because I went to Las Vegas, and I haven't spoken to you guys since I went to Las Vegas. Oh, nice! And That's I'm right. not really speaking to you guys anyway; I'm just speaking to you, <laughs> um, the audience. Yeah, which was Vegas was Vegas, but I did manage to get away. My boss gave us a day when we were down there. He said we didn't have anything booked for one of the days, so it's like we'll do whatever you want to do. Like, Wait, are you fine. breaking the rules right now? Isn't what happens in Vegas? <laughs> yeah, not that? for me, though. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Not really. I didn't really do do much. There was nothing. I, I didn't break any rules there at, you go. Well, at all to, to, for that rule to apply. I'm very boring these days. Um, but boring's good. I'm okay with that. And one of the things we did, do, you know, I, I made it a, a mission. There were two things I wanted to do. One was to go to Fremont Street which is the old Vegas for people that don't know. You know, the old Vegas that you see in, like, Diamonds Are Forever, James Bond is driving around, the Golden Nugget and places like that. So I went up there. It's an absolute shithole. It was just not really worth it. Although I guess it was, I guess it was interesting to go into the Golden Nugget. But, uh, but the other thing was uh, um, our friend uh, Nasty Throwdown 
I mean, I was going to do this anyway, but he reiterated it and said, I, when I asked you guys on Slack what I should do, he said, go to the Pinball Museum. So it was on my on my hit list. And I did. I went to the Pinball Museum. Nice. And I made the classic mistake of thinking, oh, yeah, looking at the map. Oh, it's just off the strip. But, of course, you know, this, it's pretty massive. It was miles away, absolutely miles away. <laughs> like $20 cab ride or something. But, um that's okay. Walk. <laughs> Try walking. <laughs> we almost we were like couldn't find a cab on the way back. It took us ages. We were walking for miles. Anyway, oh no. But that's okay. But it was great, man. This place was fantastic. It's like it's no frills. It is just basically this, um, you know, a building. You know, almost almost run down in a way. You know, it certainly doesn't look fancy. And if you weren't looking for it, you wouldn't even see it. You know, it's got some scrappy sign on the front. But I mean, you go in there. And, you know, for all its scrappiness or whatever, I mean, my eyes just lit up. It's like being a kid in a candy store in there. Just rows and rows and rows of pinball machines. You know, and I spent a very good chunk of my youth playing pinball. So, you know, getting in there and being able... You a pinball wizard? I was a bit of a pinball wizard at one point. Pinball wizard. I was very lucky. When I went to university, I had... I went to university in Leicester, and, and maybe someone will tell me if it's still there, but there was a little place on the Narborough Road called Lisa's, which was a tiny little arcade. If you, and again, it's just if you didn't know about it, you, would, you could walk, walk past it a hundred times. You wouldn't even know about it. But they had like a few, about five, four, four or five pinball machines in there and some arcade machines. But they, like the pinball machines were five balls like for like 20p at the time, which was half the price of anywhere else like in a pub or somewhere like that. So I just spent so much time playing pinball there. And it's just amazing to go play pinball at this place in Las Vegas, play the machines that I played for hours and hours and hours and just hear all those sounds and knew exactly what I was doing on the tables as well. Like it was just just the best thing about that trip to Vegas. Hands down, hands down. It was just amazing. That's so. awesome. Any uh, Any highlights for some of the cabinets? Uh, what, what do you mean on, on what they like were? Any the, yeah, and any uh, any standouts? Well, the standouts for me going back in time for anyone who played pinball back in the day. So for me, Terminator Two. This was all about the time that I was, you know, because pinball machines back then were released what was fashionable at the time, right? So they're so they're very indicative of what was coming out at the time. So Lethal Weapon Three was probably my favorite. Terminator Two. Nice. Uh, there was. Um, what else? There were some other ones there that weren't movie related. Fish Tales was a big one that I was a fan of. Uh, there was another one I can't remember the name of it. There were just there were just loads of them. It was just brilliant. There's a Star Trek one was also one of my favorites, which was just great. Um, it was just brilliant, just brilliant. The only thing that I was a bit gutted on was I don't know I don't know how much you know about pinball or keep keep if you have any interest in it, but. Some of the new pinball machines are really, really impressive. And uh, I really desperately want to play The Wizard of Oz, which was a new pinball machine. Released, I think it was released by Jersey Jack Pinball. It came out about a year ago, two years ago. I even inquired about buying one. They're very expensive. I bet. <laughs> really expensive. Greedy uh, yeah, pinball, <laughs> pinball devs. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, that that wasn't working. I was gutted about that one, but um, they had some other ones that they've that modern ones that they've released as well, like a Lord of the Rings and things like that, which were pretty cool. And also, like, what was pretty neat was you could see how they've managed to keep these things maintained. A lot of them had old dot matrix displays, and now 
they're obviously getting aftermarket video screens that um, they've replaced them with. So and they look fresh just, set of rims. Just yeah, they, yeah <laughs> fresh set of rims and stuff like that. And and I had a chat with a lady who was uh, maintaining it. All very nice lady and you know just down to earth. And I, you know I'm sure she's heard the same stuff from me that she's heard a hundred times. You know gushing about how what great work she's doing and you know it was it was just brilliant and then right next door we came out and we walked out my boss as well like he's no interest in in leisure things unless you know like that so he enjoyed it he thought it was pretty cool it's good to take someone when you take somebody who doesn't do that isn't interested in that sort of thing and they they really enjoy themselves because it's something completely different. So it's a really it's really good to go to. And then right next door was a, a, a game shop, tons and tons of retro stuff, old school. Like, you know, we were only in there for half an hour before he was practically, you know, like, come on, enough is enough. <laughs> um, but I could have spent the day in there. It was just brilliant. Just so brilliant. how are the, how are the graphics? <laughs> I tell you what, <laughs> on the modern pinball machines, they have good graphics on the older ones it's a bit touch and go but no, fair enough yeah, yeah the uh, the only the only recent thing with pinball for me is i guess quasi, quasi recent but like is uh zen pinball on the ipad mm. <laughs> um, um obviously not a replacement for the physical ones but they those are, they do some pretty good things on the uh on that app you know yeah. with like they do marvel and yeah, uh, Star Wars and stuff like that. Some really good ones. Yeah, well, that's. I came back and I think I must have had the pinball bug because I loaded up uh, one of the pinball games I have on Steam, and it's garbage. I mean, they have they they've got the licenses for um, for proper licenses for tables, but it's just garbage. Whereas Zen Pinball, which is also like I've played on the three, I haven't played it on the iPad or anything like that, but I've played it on the three sixty, and I think it's on the Xbox One. And definitely played it on the PlayStation 3. Even though they're not copies of original tables, their design and the way they... and their physics is so good that that is a definitive... Um, I would say it's a definitive pinball experience. Yeah, I, what I like about it on the iPad is it's it's almost like you're at a physical one because you know, you're, you're, you're holding it in that portrait mode and you're, you know, you're pushing buttons on the left and right just like you would. So mm-hmm. it's a little more of an immersive sort of idea rather than holding a controller and staring at a television. Yes. Um, but they also have that, you know, that one cool benefit of having those animations and stuff right on the, uh, you know, right inside the machine versus on like the little screen at the top, you yes. know, so, you, you know, yep. when you're doing, a, you know, when you're, when you're doing the Star Wars one and uh, Vader comes out and points to Boba Fett and says no disintegrations right on top of everything. Right. <laughs> But yeah, they're really well done. They got some good voice acting yeah. and stuff too. It's a lot of it's that's well, good. Yeah, Zen Pinball is well worth worth looking at. So yeah, and um, their tables are moderately priced. I think uh, kind of greedy dev, but like I think they're maybe three bucks a pop. They're not bad compared. There's another pinball simulator, and I can't remember what it's called um, on Steam. And the and the table packs are really expensive, like up twenty to thirty bucks for a table pack of like five to ten tables or something. Which, which at three bucks a table, I don't know. Like, if you're going to get the value out of it, yeah, you know. But well, the good thing about Gavar too, and I've seen him do it quite a bit. But a lot of times they'll do, uh, you know, ninety nine cents a table, like a discount for like a week or two. Right. Um, you know, so that's always something to look out for. And then you can spend five bucks and get five tables versus spend five bucks and still just get one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But, and Vegas yeah. was amazing as well. You know, like for the people who I, I mean, I've been to Vegas a few times now. So, um, well, yeah, I'm, it, I'm Fraser, I've been to Vegas a few times. <laughs> well, yeah, but you know, I mean, like if you know, I, it's, I've been once. Yeah, and it's like amazing. I mean, like if you've never been to Vegas, you have to go to Vegas. Blow your mind. Like I don't care what anybody says. Like Vegas is just the most amazing place. You have to go once. Yeah, it's you, a spectacle. It's it's you, know, you go at night, the lights and the different themes in the hotels, and there's a lot of you know lot of liveliness going on it's pretty cool yeah well it's like just going into some of the hotels i mean we I, we went into the venetian and it was just you forget just how the enorm- gondolas are going down yeah how enormous yeah. they are and how just how amazing it is but anyway but I, I going on to the plane areas of course casinos are the big thing there you know um the complexity now of some of those games like what we what, what what old school is called a one arm bandit right or a slot machine or whatever you want i mean the complexity and flashiness and f- and amount of flat screens and bright colors and use of leds and stuff is just phenomenal on some of these machines they're amazing i mean i didn't put one cent into them i'm just not interested in in plugging my money into it but i could easily just sit there and look at them and you think of an ip they grab that ip and like you know. Oh, it's funny because you'll see like iOS games turned into slot machines now. Oh yeah, different, no different doubt about of, it. Know. Like plant, I, I can't, I can't remember. I could be wrong on some of these. I don't know, but it wouldn't have surprised me to see. I think there was a Plants vs Zombies one, right? And yeah, I, I think so. I mean, e- even just arcade games. Like I've seen, you know, we did a um, a filmy trip last month to this place called Great Wolf Lodge, which is sort of like a yeah, indoor water that. park. Yeah, indoor water park with arcade and a bunch of other indoor things, like a little like a little mini golf course and ropes course and all that stuff. So great a good winter trip, you know, to actually be able to do outside stuff inside. <laughs> but um the arcade they had there we went, there was a jetpack joyride, there was a flappy bird arcade game. Right, I'm like, okay. we're not wasting we're not wasting our credits on that crap. But uh yeah, it's just kind of funny to see you know, and roll your eyes at, you know, just the random things that people are cashing in on. Yeah. So. Pachinko machines. <laughs> I really want to go to a pachinko arcade. I want to see what all the fuss is about. I don't know. I like I've uh, there was a pachinko simulator in one of the Yakuza games, which I played. and I had no idea what I was doing. I've watched pachinko videos. It just I mean, I have I, I don't get it. I don't care. All right, it. Konami. Let's let's see let's see if you're really making the right choice. But I think I'd like to go to like a big pachinko palace, right? Floors and floors. I th- I've got to go to Japan. It's on my, you know, bucket list to get to Japan and go to some mental place where all these machines are and stuff. So that would make sense. Yeah, that would be great. So cool. Well, uh, the Switch launches this week. Switch miss. Yes, <laughs> Switch. Switch miss. <laughs> um, kind of exciting, right? I mean, I'm I'm not getting one, at least not right now. I mean, I there's not enough behind it for me to get i think it's a little crazy they don't do a bundle with it that's sort of they've done it in the past and that's just kind of what you expect but uh i don't see a value in it right now i mm-hmm. think there's some stuff in the pipeline that i'm interested in but you know i'll probably get breath of the wild for the wii u because i can experience it that way without having to get a whole new console yes yeah um, breath of the wild is, i'm kicking myself that i haven't got my wii u but i I'll, at the same time would I want to hold on to my Wii U for two years for one game? I mean, I I wasn't playing it. Right. Um, but it's not enough for me to buy a Switch. I mean, I'd imagine you'll see, closer to the holiday, you'll see a bundle appear. You know, it's just, it's the launch time, and 
we know how Nintendo is with launches. They're always not so smooth. But yeah, yeah. Um, I guess. I mean, I don't remember too much on on historical. Nintendo. Oh, no, I guess we do. Like what? What the Wii was? What well, was the Wii U. The, the Wii U the, the was Wii, a non-launch, wasn't it? The Wii U had no software to go with the hardware, and then um, the Wii. I can't remember the Wii that much. I don't think I got that right away either. Well, there was so, a. Sh- it was, that was the big one with shortages. You know that was yeah. just. You know, but, but there's enough wanted. excitement because the motion controllers were sort of new at that point. So that one doesn't seem as bad. But the Wii U was Wii U was a terrible start. Yeah, I don't um, know. I mean, if you took Zelda out of the equation, and the NES Classic was also a terrible start. Yeah, I saw somebody the other day said, uh, or on Twitter, I think it was today or yesterday, somebody posted a picture of the Switch saying there was stock available now for, I think it may be Amazon Prime members. Or yeah, so, or somebody was asking, is this going to be available again? And I think the answer has to be, of course it is. Well, a lot of the big box places mentioned they are going to have units for walk-in in addition to the pre-orders. So I think GameStop, I think Best Buy. Are you said talking that. about Switch now? Or I was talking. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, talking Switch. about the NES Mini. Oh really? Yeah, I, I haven't heard about anybody having any. They will. Stock. I mean, yeah, they will. But have you heard about people um, hacking them? I have. Yeah, that sounds pretty awesome. Sounds like a better idea because it's it's missing a good a good amount of games. Yeah. So from what I heard and listening to the guys on the Player One podcast is they you can hack the NES Mini without any real problems uh and uh they've got uh, i think one of the guys has put 600 games on it Jeez, so no amazing. change to anything it's got enough of its own memory to hold that so. oh yeah well that, that's one of the big things that people were saying when they were tearing them open is there's just so much space that's not used on the drive and um even the ui seems to show that maybe they had an idea to put a bunch of more games in and then they just cut themselves off from doing it well do you th- i mean is it just the fact that now like i was reading what was i reading today oh i was okay i was looking at these dj controllers right so this is if you're not you're not really into this but anyway t- the the old um there's these old pioneer dj controllers some of the first ones that came out for mixing with mp3s and stuff like that and somebody was asking you know uh, uh, not for mp3s but with cds and somebody was asking if they're any good they don't read off USBs are a little bit too early to read up. They didn't have the the ability to read off USBs, and some were saying, "Well, you you can download some sort of firmware, some sort of memory card to it." But the problem is, when they were built uh, nearly ten years ago, like a gig was a big memory card, and somebody was saying, "You can, you can barely buy gig memory cards anymore. Right? They're just almost not available." So, like tech, something as old as the NES which nowhere in a million years needs a gig memory card to hold the whole NES library, right? I mean, yeah. it just doesn't. So maybe it's just the fact like they just can't get a memory card small enough to suit the amount. I mean, it has to be a big memory card compared to what yeah. they need, right? Well, I guess even if they're manufacturing this, like what... I'm sure they're not making those tiny things anymore anyway, so there's probably only a minimum they can get. Yeah. Um you know, when they're manufacturing them. So it probably makes sense to why there's still a lot of room on them. Yep. So. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens with the Switch. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's still exciting. I mean, I'm not, you know, it's, it's cool to see a new console come out, but I'm just, it's not something I would participate in right away. No, but I don't feel like I'm interested it, in. Yeah. My I eyes mean, are on it. 
Yeah. Uh, okay. Right. Yeah. Mine aren't. I don't know. I think if you took, I feel very, very. Um, I'm longing for Zelda a little bit. Yeah. But if you took Zelda away, I don't feel I'm missing anything. I'm just not not bothered at all. Well, that's just the thing. Like that's the only thing my eyes are sort of. Um, that's the only thing I'm kind of paying attention to. But then again, I, I have access to it on the Wii U. So at that point, you know, I'm, it's Mario. Is that the next thing that I care about? <laughs> you know, like there, there's, you know, there's some stuff that's okay when you have the console, but there's nothing that's going to make me buy it, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. You know, yeah. there's nothing that I'm like, I need to get this because I, I got to play that game. There's nothing right now. Yep. But. Uh, yeah. Well, we're talking about that. I'm just we uh, for those who are, who don't know, we have a Slack channel, and people we're we're in there with some other people, and we're always chatting about stuff. You're more than welcome to join. Details. That's where the conversation happens. It is. It is. Uh, Stulek was uh, in there. I think today. Oh, his today Zelda. Is. Yeah. Let's address this. What he said here because he said he's tried. I quote: "I tried Zelda Ocarina of Time. It's rubbish." Oh dear! I'm gonna give him a, a little bit of a pass here. I mean, for rose-tinted spectacles or whatever, for a lot of us, it was like a super. Like it's probably one of my favorite games of all time. So to hear that's a little bit like a stab in the heart. But um, Stulet can be pretty cutting at times. Um, but he said, "Yeah, he's tried it. He doesn't think it's very good." Um, I'm not sure what the answer to that is. If uh, it's an oldie, did you, do, do you play it? Uh, it's been a while. I mean, it's, you know, it, with all the other Zelda stuff coming up, it's one, something I want to revisit and go through them again. But, yeah. Um, you know, D- Dwayne responded to him and asked him if he played on the 3DS. Um, he's, you know, and he does mention it's not as streamlined as the later Zelda. It's just more iconic due to it being the polygonal Zelda. But, um, yeah. Fish mentioned he should try Twilight Princess. Yeah, people Or are... Wind Waker. Yeah, Twilight Princess, I think, is, is one of my favorites, actually. A lot of people don't rate it as highly, but I think it was great. I got um, the Wii U version of that with the Amiibo. Yeah. So, there we go. Anyway, um, as far I think as well, he's bought two... He's pre-ordered two Switches. So, I don't know. There you go. <laughs> um, I will say those new Amiibos for Zelda look pretty cool. I don't think I've seen them. That's been pretty cool. And there's one with Link on the horse, and the horse is rearing up, and he's got the hood up, and looks all mysterious. Pretty cool again. But mm-hmm. um, they have some pretty cool like statues coming out too, I guess for it. But it's just a bunch of bunch of money pot that you don't have to put, put into. Right. But we'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully, we'll we'll have a conversation next week, maybe about this. Should I hope get, so. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be cool to see, you know, and talk about the aftermath. Uh, I'm sure Steve's getting one. <laughs> he's been quiet the past week or a couple weeks, but um, there's been yeah. no mention that he's pre-ordered one, so I don't know. Yeah, but you know, Steve, he does like his new and shiny. He says he doesn't like things, but then his body takes his wallet out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, cool. Well, uh, one thing we can talk about that you threw on here too is. An update on our Dirty 30. Yeah, we can talk about the year of living dangerously, which, of course, it, it, uh, a lot of us are involved in. The momentum behind it is is something else now. Half of this podcast. <laughs> Half of this podcast. But, I mean, I think the total now is 40 people have signed up for it. Yeah, I think what Bongo mentioned, a couple more people jumped on yep. recently. So yep. that's pretty cool. Yeah, so I mean, keeping him busy. 
pretty cool, but also like, you know, <laughs> we're a couple months in. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So how are I mean, you? How are you getting on? Not too bad. I mean, I'm. I've only been uh, four down for a while, so I've, I've finished four out of the thirty. Um, that said, though, there's quite a few in progress, and I've done a little bit of jumping around. That's something I've, I've mentioned that I feel like I've run into a lot. It's, it's kind of depends on your mood, you know. Like my list is pretty diverse, so there might be some time where I'm not really feeling, you know, trying to tackle an indie game or a platformer or whatever. Um, I made a couple of substitutions the other day just because I needed a I needed to modify it to make it more of a realistic goal to finish on time. Right. Because I ha- I had some massive time sinks in there like dragon age inquisition yeah that you know looking that up it, it's like a 50 hour game just focused on core story let alone side missions and i'm i'm not good at keeping course of those main stories because you just you eventually like oh what's this person doing and you have a conversation next thing you know you're fetching something for them exactly so yeah yeah that's one i'm i'm uh putting on the back burner um the witcher 3 is another one i put on the back burner only be i mean i want to finish it but i i want to take my time with that game it, it i've enjoyed everything i'm doing and i don't want to feel like i have to rush through it so and they're not making any more witchers so it's not like i have to rush through it to be prepared for another one mm-hmm. um so nothing against the game it's just i if anything i just i'd rather not put it on a list of something that i want to blitz through um and it's it's another massive game um what else did i substitute divinity off? did you take that off you I didn't have that on my I didn't have oh. that on my list. I do own that game and that, that, that I I didn't do anything Steam on this list, so that's just another can of worms. But that's on Steam. I, I, maybe next year I'll just focus on Steam. Oh my <laughs> yeah, I've been looking at my Steam list. That's not good. No, that I I might just pretend that it doesn't exist. But um what else did I substitute off? Let me take a look real quick. I know I took off well, I put on a couple of games. I put on for substitutions were Sunset Overdrive. Um, oh, you haven't updated the blog yet, though. Have you given you've? No, I got to do that. That's something I have to do. I was gonna do. I was working on it from the app, and the the app uh, for Squarespace isn't isn't great for for editing current posts. Right. Um, so I, I had to switch that up. Oh, the other thing I took off was Far Cry Four because that's another one that I didn't put much time into yet, and that's going to be another twenty. 25 hour game um but i'm adding uh sunset overdrive uh assassin's creed chronicles china and infamous second son i think those are a little more uh realistic portions infamous second son i enjoyed uh what what was the other one god my memory's shot assassin's creed chronicles china that was okay i actually enjoyed that yeah that was good it's not too long either yeah, I think the average for those total would be about 26 hours between the three, right, and well, that's Far Cry alone. <laughs> what was the What was the first one? Sunset Overdrive. Oh, yeah. God, that game is bugging the shit out of me. Yeah, I, I, I put an okay amount of time into it in the beginning, and then I think that's when... I think I had that, and I think Destiny came out. Is that, was that what happened? <laughs> that would be... I could believe that Destiny and was... And then... Kick, yeah, kick, that because that... Yeah, there's quite a few things where that happened, and then, um, but yeah, so that's modified. Great, the games that I'm currently in progress on with that, uh, Beyond Two Souls, I'm close to finishing. Um, that's actually pretty long for being just more of like a interactive story type game. Um, but yeah, that's almost done, and it's also about 26 gig 
I'm excited just to delete from the hard drive because that's precious space. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and then Infamous Second Son is another one that I've been putting some good time into. So those are the two that I'm really focusing on. Um, and then I just I I did some rearranging with what's installed and everything now that I've modified the list a bit just so I'm geared and ready to go and tackle these things that I need to. But pretty optimistic. I got pretty excited about it. After I after I kind of made those substitutions, I felt a little more motivated <laughs> and a little more excited to kind of tackle some of these. I think I yeah. think I was a little weary with, with those, you know, those really, really big time sinks. Yeah, so. that, yeah, I think that's fair enough. Bongo's pretty easy going, and, and um, I'm just looking through my list. I've got The Witcher 3 on there, uh, but I'm not going to take it off. I'm looking forward to getting back into it and, 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 and plowing through it. I've Dead Rising 3, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy that or not, but I bought it, so I surely should play it. It's <laughs> uh, kind of the reason of this list, right? <laughs> yeah, Tales from the Borderlands needs to come off. I played the first chapter and then it turned out I didn't own any of the rest of it. Oh no, I have that. I I got like a discounted bundle for all of them, so yeah. that's on my list too. Which I have I, that and Life is Strange are the two episodic games that I have on my list. Yeah, I see. I don't mind Tales from the Borderlands coming off either. I have no interest in it, so that's fine. Uh, Rise, Son of Rome. I'll get that done. That won't be a problem. Fallout Four again is the same as The Witcher Three. I'm looking forward to. I'm actually looking forward to getting stuck back into it. Yeah, that one's on my list too, um, and so is Skyrim. <laughs> Skyrim, I mean, I'm. It, it's kind of like The Witcher, like, but I'm keeping it on the list because I'm. I'm doing good at focusing on main story missions, but sometimes you're like, "That sounds cool. I'm going to go do that." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I'm fine with that, and that's that's good. But uh, I'm I'm, I got to be over halfway in Skyrim at least. Um, but thinking about Fallout on the other side of that is like cool. It's just uh, <laughs> it's Skyrim. In a Fallout with guns. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so. Skyrim with guns. Yeah, I've got the crew on there. I think I told you in a text message that I'm going to get rid of that. Yep. I fired that up and it was like... When just, you and your mates. Yeah, when somebody is trying to tell me to go drive to a warehouse and go here and go, I was just, I can't play another game like that. <laughs> I And, you know, it's, Forza, it's, it's just another version of Forza Horizon, that genre of video games. And I really enjoyed what I played of Forza Horizon, but I haven't got time to play any... No, not that I haven't got time. I just haven't got the patience to play another game like that so i hear the crew's not terrible i just can't be arsed i'm not gonna do it i just i'm, I'm gonna get rid of it i just was that just was that just on games with gold like the end yeah of last month? yeah and i didn't buy it i got it with games with gold so there you go i'll find something to replace that with sunset overdrive i just wish that would die in a fire and finish but it just won't <laughs> uh zombie <laughs> army trilogy i will get that done yeah that's also on my list that's a, that's actually a pretty big game for a long game for for what it is it's It's really long and the thing about it is it doesn't change really it's the same game all the way through and that's not to say it's not great because it is but you you get into i find i get into sort of like a a mind a mindset with it and i'll play it for i'll be really really enjoying it and i'll probably be put in two to three hours of it on it and then i'm just zombied out and it's like i can't play it for another few months so yeah i feel like that's what especially with it just being sort of rinse and repeat like i you can't just set like two weeks aside and go this is all i'm playing i'm gonna finish it like there's some of the games you can but that that's that's like you have your fill and then you put it away for a while yeah so i need to pick that up put another few hours in i'm not a million miles i'm I'm probably halfway through the last chapter so the end is in sight transformers devastation i'm not really looking forward to playing that but i will i got that free on uh 
PS Plus. Yeah, I have still have Call of Duty World at War on there, which I don't own. I've gone and looked for it. I can't find it anywhere, so I've got to change that. <laughs> and uh, Battlefield Hardline. I actually picked that up again this weekend. That game is a... St- now I've come back to it, that game is actually still a piece of shit. So there we go. <laughs> That's <laughs> on my list too. Oh and my I barely God, it. it's awful. It's just awful. The saving grace about it is it's not particularly difficult, so I just need to just turn it on and get it done. Yeah. Like, like missions where... You know, you gotta gotta get through the mission and get through the warehouse past all these guys. And I just I just ran through, like did just shit. It's just awful. It's a dreadful, dreadful game. Ugh. But I did buy it, and I and I feel so annoyed at paying money for that. The only piece. thing is, be, because it's Battlefield and it's usually primarily a multiplayer game, it's just like that campaign can't be that long. It's long you know, enough. Like eight eight hours, six hours maybe. Ugh, it's long enough. It's long enough. Yeah, I reckon it's probably going to turn out to be a six to eight hours. I'm just going to head down and just try and finish a chat. I'm Which is on... five to seven hours too long. <laughs> yeah, I think it's got ten chapters, and I'm probably in chapter five. So, you know what? I but think I I'm only... like a couple chapters in on that. It's not yeah. installed right now, though, because I had deleted it at one point to install something else. Oh, God, I can't wait to delete it. So, And then just, like, can you delete it out of your library permanently, too, when you're done? <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to finishing Alien Isolation. That's one on my list that I, you know, as going through my list, I'm like, man, I can't wait to get get back into that one. I, there's a lot of games where you're like, why did I stop playing that one? You know, I think it obviously it's, you know, new releases come out and things like that. But um, that one and um, Mad Max, because I've heard just a lot of good things about that one. Mm, I've heard some good things about it, but I got a feeling that's the sort of game you could start playing and then go, yeah, okay, I've seen the good things. Uh, and then it's yeah. I don't know. I got Dying Light to finish too, but got some good ones on there and some stuff that I think I can wrap up pretty quick. Anyway, I'm making progress. I'm well past the halfway mark. Yeah, <laughs> I'm uh I'm getting there. Keep chipping away. <laughs> no, I. Well, that's the thing too. Is I think it's going to be one of the things. The way I've been doing this is. I'm putting progress in a, in a, f- a few games at a time, and then at one point I'm gonna, there's gonna be one week where I feel like I'll be able to check off three or four. You know, it's just the way that I've been going through. Um, so, it'll be in spurts, I think. You know, because mm-hmm. that, that's how it happened. I got the first four down pretty quick, and now it's bouncing between another handful of games, and then eventually there'll be another few games I can check off. So, we'll get there. It's still early. It's only just March. Yep. Two months in, right? Two. I think it's more than that. Three. Three now. I think it's three. Three. Yeah, because it started. Yep. Cool. Well, um, instead of the old games, what 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 more recent things you've been playing? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, I'm gonna just race through some here because we I was kind enough and I covered some of these. Oh yeah, but I've I've I'm here's some news for you. I've been asked to be a regular host for the Overseas Connection podcast. Ooh, mm. this just in. Yeah, this just it. Well, it's not really you. It wouldn't be just just in if you'd listened to the latest episode of the Overseas Connection <laughs> podcast. But uh, yeah, we're just we're just mixing it up over there. We're, you know, I've I've hosted a few uh, episode uh, episodes um, shows. Um, so has Robin, and uh, you know, Greg's been great over there doing uh, doing it for years. And I think he's enjoyed the fact that he's been able to have a bit of a break and just to make it a little bit more regular and uh, easier to plan we've sort of 
put Robin and I to do one sh- one show every couple of weeks or whatever it is, or every three weeks. Nice. So, yeah, that'll be pretty cool. It's um, kind of like us, but we don't have any shows in the, <laughs> in the gap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, well, you know, this is a, it's a, it's a, it's a, an interesting thing. I mean, he has a great sort of like, you know, he's he's got a great pool of people to pull pull from that all jump in and, you know, it changes every week. If you listen to it, you know, it changes every week who's going to be on there. It changes every week to who's helping run the Twitch streams, who's helping do the, the background technical work, and who's hosting. And But there's enough people to pull from it. And when you, you know, people are busy, but when you, you know, if you can triple up on the pool that you've got to pull from, you can get it out every week. So Yeah, yeah it's cool because it, it, it just seems more like a... Um a podcast run by a community versus just a bunch of people who have a community, you know, like it's, yes. yeah. uh, you know, in, yeah. instead of having a separation of hosts and listeners, it's like the listeners are also the hosts. Yeah. <laughs> You're very right. You're very right. So yeah, that's cool. Um, so anyway, yeah, I just mentioned that because I did mention these games on there. So if, apologies for, for those who are hearing this twice, but I was given, uh, some, uh, review codes. So these people are very kind enough to throw review codes at us. We, we owe them, um, at least a couple of minutes each <laughs> on these. But, uh, yeah, uh, Aki, Kenner, Ken, Aki Kenerva from Virtual Air Guitar Company um, was kind enough to send me a code for Boomball 2. Uh, this was um, this is a game on Connect, so basically it's almost like Breakout, but you put your hands up and then you can bat this ball that's coming backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards. Um, and then what you're doing is you're breaking blocks by batting it back at the blocks. And they're explosive blocks and all these other things that you can, uh, you know, uh, try and get rid of. And and it's almost tip- it's almost typically like a iOS game in that you know you get rid of the get rid of them. How many criteria did you meet? Did you meet enough? You know, did you get rid of them in time? You get a star. Did you get rid of them all? Did you get a star? Did you just get rid of you know the, the ones you're supposed to? Um, it's it's an iOS game in a Connect form. Um, and it's not too bad. I didn't think it was, it wasn't fantastic. I wasn't like jumping up and down and thinking it was the best thing I've ever played, but my kids loved it. Um, you know, so it's certainly one to, to take a look at if you're still running your connect and you've got the, the kids and you want to give them something on a rainy day to, um, get excited and animated about But I, these kids, when they get on this connect and they suddenly have to do stuff that moves them like just dance and all this stuff, I'm constantly amazed at how animated they are for it all. Uh, it's just just incredible. So we maybe... downloaded uh, we downloaded Just Dance on the Apple TV, which oh, yeah. doesn't have any sort of sensor reader. Okay, the kids <laughs> the kids will still just get up and dance just like every... <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so it's kind of funny. Yeah, well, the kids they'll dance at anything, right? It's just amazing. Yeah. So, so that's pretty good. And then uh, I was talking to Aki as well. He's got some new games coming out. I, I'm I'm I failed in my uh, preparation to tell. I can't. Oh, actually, can I? Where's the inbox? Yeah, where is it? Aki, Aki, Aki. Uh, he told me, oh my God, he did. Boomball 3? <laughs> no, what did he say? I don't know. I can't, uh, what, uh, oh, virtual, there it is, virtual air guitar. He said he's got a new game coming out, and it is Air Guitar Warrior. So, <laughs> oh nice. So I'm definitely interested in that one. So we'll keep an eye on that and see what happens. Uh, I've also was playing uh, Chambara, which was a game from Team OK Games. They sent me a, a, a code for that. That game is pretty cool. Two player on the PlayStation. Uh, it's split screen, uh, but the uh, 
the catch with this one is so it's all two color so only two colors so like maybe white and green or white and red or whatever and and so the environments are very do you ever play unfinished swan uh i don't think so you should play that anyway if you never played it but it's sort of like that was like you used paint to suddenly paint your way around, and so so everything was sort right. of just okay. Two, I remember. Just two. I didn't play it, but I know I knew it sounded familiar. Yeah, so you had to sort of like to to get your bearings in just this two color environment. Sometimes it's a little bit difficult, but anyway, it uses that. Okay. Uh, it's just two color environment, split screen, two color environment, except you're one color and your opponent is a different color. So seeing where your opponents are sometimes you know sometimes they're hidden. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes you're hidden and you can't see each other. Um, it just says, just uses these little mechanics. To, and it's just a fighting game. You're just trying to fight each other. You're these like these little ninja-type characters who can jump and, and um, uh, you have sort of like a burst through the air, lunge, um, throwing stars, and you're hitting each other. Anyway, it's good. Me and my son had a, had a good old uh, scrap on that quite a few times. Uh, it was pretty good. And the one little, uh, little thing that they threw in there, which I really like, is... Um, you, you have, uh, if you pull the L2, I think it was L2. If you pull the L2 button, you close your eyes, so your screen becomes blank. So if you're hiding from someone, you can close your eyes, and of course they can't see you because they're trying to see where you are looking at this, the split screen, right? So it, it has that covered. It's a, it was a oh, nice, nice little touch. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, Tom from Plan of Attack sent me Semispheres, which is a, uh, a again, another split screen. But at this one, say you're holding, if you're holding your controller, one thumbstick controls this little blue light on one half of the screen, and your right thumbstick controls a little yellow light on the other half of the screen. And you are moving the yellow light to do stuff that affects the area for the blue light to move around in and then you'll do stuff with the blue light on the left hand side that affects stuff for the yellow and you're basically trying to get both lights eventually to one point where they meet or whatever nice. um, so yeah that's pretty cool I, it's 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 neat my mind was just you know trying to get the coordination to do that started to really just mess, mess with my head which i found very interesting it's really cool it's really really clever i love i like these sort of the, these games of the way people do this and make this sort of when they're doing interaction in a strange and clever way I like it um, did do my head in a bit though <laughs> uh, I would much prefer to play a game where I'm playing with someone and I'm interacting and doing stuff and they're doing stuff and interacting um, but uh, but that's not what that game is this is it's just you so it's pretty cool anyway you should check that out it's on Steam it's pretty good uh, yeah it's definitely definitely cool and uh, yeah and then I, I, I got to playing I'm going to skip the next one on my list because I think you and I can cover that together yep um, and then uh, Xbox has a really good sale this week uh, if you haven't got Titanfall 2 get on Xbox and uh, pick up Titanfall 2 I think it's discounted like by about 75% or something it's a good price. It's really good. Yeah, great price. So get that. Excuse me. And um, uh, discounted by about 80% was Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2. Oh. Yeah, it's like about eight, nine bucks or something like that. So, um, yeah, you should definitely get on that. I, I, I'm all over Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare at the moment because I booted up. I got my gaming PC back up and running. Um, and uh, one of the games it's on my desktop like a uh, short shortcut icon on my desktop 
is Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare. And I'm so lazy that I turn my PC on and go, oh, I should play that. It's just the only, it's the only thing that's just there as a quick like link. I just go, oh, I'll play that. But I've been playing it and really enjoying it. So I, I've been wanting to play Garden Warfare 2. It came on cheap. We got that. Great for me to buy because I, I buy it. And, of course, we're console sharing here in the house. So um, my son and I can play um, play that together. And as well, um, yeah, so if you haven't played Garden Warfare 2, it's actually really – Garden Warfare is a really good shooter. So, is it more of the same for the sequel, or do they add anything else? It's more of the same. They've added a load of stuff in. I haven't played tons of it, but I've just been playing some multiplayer, and there's like new characters and stuff. It's more of the same, but it's really good. It seems to be very well balanced. And, and um, um, actually, it's, I, I've been I've been doing pretty well at it. I don't think that it attracts the hardcore players like uh, like maybe some other games. So maybe that's why I'm enjoying it because I'm just not very good anymore. But I'm, I'm doing all right on that. Um, but I've also been playing a lot, a lot of multiplayer with um, my son's friends down the street. He, him and his dad play Halo, so we've been playing Halo multiplayer. I'm getting really into my multiplayer again, you know, with hey. friends though, not just online with random people. You know, playing with friends. We've had such a blast playing Halo in the last week. Um, it's just great. It's great. Halo Four is on my list for the Dirty Thirty. Oh, is it? Yep. Yeah. It's not the worst game. Uh, what have you got? The Master Chief Collection. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's currently not installed because that's that's a shit ton of storage. No, you need. <laughs> yeah, so you need an external hard drive. If you haven't got one, you got to get one. Yeah, um, I have one. I just just setting it up. I'm lazy. Setting it up. <laughs> All you got to do is plug it in. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but when you I, have the wireless controller, you just hit the on button. I don't have to go near the con- the console. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, and that room's on the opposite side of the room. Yeah, and, and <laughs> I'm going to say actually one of the things we've been talking about on the overseas connection, and I'm going to, you know, I don't know whether it needs to be announced over there officially, but so what? I don't care. I'm a host there now. I can do what I want. Uh, <laughs> is that, uh, yeah, this this multiplayer stuff has just got me reinvigorated for multiplayer. And back, if you go back, you probably weren't really around when it was happening, but back probably about uh, five years ago. And maybe even more, six or seven years ago, uh, Duke and the guys from Veteran Gamers were running multiplayer every Sunday. I think it was every Sunday, so it was great, man. It was almost re- it was almost always regular. You would turn up, and one of the guys from from Veteran Gamers, Duke, Stu, or Chinny, would be there hosting, and you'd get on, you'd play multiplayer games, and they'd be playing Gears of War, uh, poker, uh, Halo, or whatever it might be, or some. There are some indie games we played as well, which was always a good laugh. And uh, we just desperately need to bring that back. So we're making plans on how to do that. And I'm sort of going to, you know, not that I'm leading the charge. Apparently it's been discussed on Overseas Connections recently as well, but I haven't been paying attention. But um, is that uh, try to do this and try and have a regular time on a Sunday where people can know, hey, you know what, I'm going to be up for some multiplayer. What have they announced that they're going to be playing? You know, and it'd probably be around about sort of, you know, a good time that suits all the time for the UK, East Coast, and the West Coast of America. Nice. Uh, 
Yeah, and just try and get some people together. Like, you know, we played, you know, like I say, I was playing multiplayer Halo, and it's just like I put, I put a tweet out and said to people, you know what, we're, we're firing up Halo multiplayer. Come and join in. There's loads of people were just like, damn, you know, I wish I could. I just didn't. I'm, I, I can't right now. I'm out shopping or, you know, I haven't got it installed. So if we, we're going to try and work to, to get in. And I, and I think all of us who are part of this podcast community, like us, the veteran gamers, Boss Wave guys, you know, Last Save Loaded, all, you know, all the usual suspects, if we all you know, um, work together, we can make a good multiplayer event happen on a Sunday. So so watch this space is basically what I'm saying. Nice. That'd yeah. be awesome. I think so. I think it'd be really cool. Well, there's plenty of times you want to jump on and no one else is on or people are playing something else. And, you know, so I think having something like that is, is uh, definitely helpful. Mm. It's surprising mm. how much of an effort you can make to get your shit done. Like, oh, my God, I need to go get some shopping. Right, go get your shopping done, right? And get it done in the morning. Don't be a lazy ass. Get your shopping done in the morning so you can get on at lunchtime and play some multiplayer, right? Yeah. If you have it scheduled, it's going to work. So, And anyway, so go buy Pants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2 as well <laughs> if you haven't got it, people. Um, nice. It's cheap. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I've been playing that. Cool. Well, um, one thing we've looks like we've both been playing is Resident Evil 7. Yes, very much so. Have you finished it? I have finished it. Same. Have you done any of the DLC? No, I have not. I rented it from the library. The library. Uh, yeah, so I finished it and took it back. Okay. Uh, did you like it? I thought it was great. But? I don't know. I don't really want to do a but. It's it's an odd one. Okay. Well, it sounds like you had a but. That's why I said that. <laughs> no, I know. And I was going to say it's sort of like but. I, I, it's really great. Here, I'll do the butt. Right, okay, here we go. <laughs> Resident, uh, Resident Evil... And it's not fair to do this butt, right? But I'm going to do it. Is Resident Evil 7 is great, but it's not Resident Evil 4 or 5. Okay. So, that's a terrible... It's not a terrible thing to say because it's still part of the Resident Evil franchise, you know? And for me, the Resident Evil franchise is Resident Evil 4... You know, it's the early Resident Evils, yeah, sure. But Resident Evil 4 and 5, to me, are two of the best games I've ever played. I love them to death. And even Resident Evil Revelations 2 was fantastic as well. And and I don't think this one... Cat, it, this one is not that at all. And I'm okay with that. But we just need to, we just need to acknowledge that. Sure. I, I've dealt with it. I've, I've, I'm, I'm at peace with that. So okay. well, it's, a, it's, a different, it's a different game altogether. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's not third person. It's, it's a little it more is. isolated in a way. It's not like you're, you know... Um, yeah, yeah. I thought I, I loved it. Um, you know, I think there's plenty of points where you're like, you know, there's definitely some of that like tension, but your curiosity drives you to go around to the next corner, or go through the next door, or <laughs> go ahead and go down the hallway. Hopefully, that guy's not down there still. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in terms of what it does and how, uh, if we now take it, you know, if take it for what it is is an amazing game. I mean, like, I don't think... I was okay. I started to adapt a bit towards the end, right? Mm-hmm. Towards towards the middle, towards the end. Like, I started to just relax a bit and start to get used to it. But, I mean, the first few hours of that game... God damn, man. I had to change my trousers a few times. <laughs> yeah, same. Even just right in the beginning. And you're, like, you're oh. going down that trail trying to get in, and then the birds fly at you, and you're like, oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh my <laughs> like god! Um, you know, the first time you meet—oh, um, I can't remember his name now. Jack. 
Jack, yeah, thank you. The first time, the first time, uh, not, well, this is the first time you meet him. Pretty much, I think. J- yeah, just just after dinner. Yes. <laughs> Put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> and then at that point, you're, that that's when you're just like, shit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and and it do, and they just they do, I mean, they do, they just such a good job of, you know, it's coming, but. They just don't quite give it to you when you expect it to, and therefore they they just they're just really very good at just that jump scare sort of stuff is is really yeah. good. Um, you eventually figure out where you're safe. You know, like you know you're okay in certain areas, but even some points you're like, okay, I think I'm safe, but you know, because obviously any any time you can save, that's obviously hands down you're safe in that room. Yes, but there's some places where like you know you know you've cleared it, but the music and the vibe and like you know they're just the incredible sound engineering of like just the creaks and things happening and like the, the wind and a branch hitting the, hitting the glass and stuff. You're just like, am I safe? Yes. <laughs> like, I don't think I am. I'm just going to go ahead and get what I need to do and get out of here. Yeah. Um, you know, the puzzles were pretty creative and a lot of things that make you go back into the house, you know, like, or, or back into a different area that you've been in before to, you know, switch things around. Um, you know, maybe maybe you eventually. I mean, there's lockpicks, so you find a lockpick, and then you think about something, you know, three hours ago where you passed a place that needed a lockpick. Yeah, <laughs> um, was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, they, it borrows. Um, you know, you know, you're playing a Resident Evil game because when you start to collect green herbs, and you know, and and uh, right, right, and it does crafting that, that. Yeah, and it does the. You know, and it's and it, you you always feel so vulnerable. There's very few points where you feel properly tooled up. You know, it's very good unless you're extremely um, vigilant on searching every nook and cranny, you know, and 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 become very adept at fighting to to conserve ammo. Most of the time, you're really on the edge of your ammo. Yeah, those molded can be a pain in the ass. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, and like you know, that's exactly it. They're like those bad guys. Like if you don't, if you screw up, you know, you see, even if you know that they're coming. You know, if you screw up and miss a shot, then they suddenly lunge and, you know, you're, then, you're, then you suddenly start going, oh, my God, and fire off a load of shots in panic. For now, you've just used up half your clip and you're just, right, you know, you might as well just reset and start again. Yeah. You know. um, it's fun. Yeah, it, it's good. It's really good. And, they're, you know, it, it's funny, too, because as, as somebody who does like to scour every corner, freaked me the hell out to scour every corner. You're like, do I really want to go to that place, though? I mean, maybe there's ammo. But maybe not. Yeah, it's too right. Maybe I'm gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it definitely. I don't have PSVR, but it definitely made me curious, right, to see what that's like. And, and part of me is like, well, I look away and I'm still in the game, though. Yeah. <laughs> but the other part of me is like, that's probably such a great way to experience it. And I've I've heard a lot of great things about that experience, but. Um, yeah, I've heard people say that. They, so I heard somebody quote. Uh, quoted as saying Resident Evil 7 is the killer app for PlayStation VR. Right, because that's really the only full-fledged game so far, right? Everything else is more of an abbreviated experience, per se. Mm-hmm. Nothing that's really a true full-release title. Um, yeah, I guess in terms of like a AAA thing, you know, there's some indie stuff out there that, you know, okay, it's, it's probably... You know, can be considered a, a full-fledged game, but you know, like the Batman thing is just more of an experience, and the even the Until Dawn thing is just supposed to be an experience. It's not necessarily, you know, 
a full-fledged game per se, but, um, you know, so that's, you know, I, I think it definitely shows promise to the legs of VR for sure. Oh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it was cool. It's cool. Yeah, I want to talk, I would like to talk a bit more in depth about it, but I don't want to give any spoilers out for people who haven't, um, who haven't played it, so. Yeah, definitely not. And, you know, I know, uh, I will say, Steve. I will just say this, that first boss is a absolute nightmare. God damn, did I have trouble. I don't know about you. I always First boss. There. I'm trying to think of why am I... Which point? It's, is this... it's where you grab the dog's head and, fo- and he kicks you into the pit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. God damn, I was at that for a, practically a whole day. It was just... In the words, in my famous words, it was brutal. Brutal. <laughs> brutal. Good <laughs> graphics, though. Good graphics. Um... Yeah, that's for sure. Um, yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about more because I know Steve's Steve's been putting some time in, but he he's saying he's he's having a hard time sticking with it. Uh, and you know, I think Fish picked it up as well now that he has a PS4. Um, I did do some of the band footage DLC. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything in that. I mean, there's one that's like a horde mode kind of thing, and I did some time in that. That was kind of fun. Right. Um, you know, at that point, you're it, you start out uh, in the morgue, if you remember. Um, do you remember that area? Uh, Shortly after you meet the molded, and yes. you're down in that morgue, and you have to. Yeah. Okay. And there's yeah. five five things there. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So th- that's kind of your home area, and where you can kind of craft things between waves. Okay. So they they put a little kind of horde mode thing in there, which is interesting, and then um um. The other one I did was the bedroom um, found footage one, which it's essentially a, an escape the room. Okay. Um, but it's amazing. It's really well done. It, it very reminiscent of the birthday party scene that you had to do the birthday party tape. Oh yeah, in okay. the game. Yep, yep. You know, we had to kind of. It's a very puzzle heavy. The difference is, uh, it's Marguerite has you in that room. Right. And. You're essentially sitting at a bed, and your arm is latched to the table, and she's trying to feed you food, saying you're going to become one of the family sort of thing, and then she's like, I'll come check on you later. So your whole thing is, while she's away, you're trying to find a way out of the room. Okay. Um, The trick is, and this is really a spoiler because it's sort of talked about, but sometimes as you're going through and trying to find a way out and solving some puzzles, they can make a very loud noise and she's going to come back to the room Right. and you need, you need to put everything back where you found it before she gets back to the room. All right. Okay. And essentially you essentially only have like, I think it's like maybe two chances before she ends up killing you. (laughs) Right. You're not, if you're not behaving, but very, very, really cool. Very well done. Like just trying to explore the room and, and figure out how the hell I get out and, (laughs) <laughs> and then that that scramble, if if she says she's coming to check on you and you're trying to get everything back, you're like, wait, where, where was this thing? Um, I think that's pretty. That would be good to play after the. I mean, I guess that unlocks after the main game, or can you play that any time? Well, it, that's it's it's a DLC, so you gotta. It's part of the band footage collection that you get, right. which is like a series of like what is it? There's volume one and two, and I think it's four tapes. I think in total. I I just think that would be good to play after you've played the main game because oh, yeah, I don't yeah. think you can underestimate how horrible she is unless you right. unless you play that main game. There is one point in there. It's basically her her part of the story. 
because it's really sort of split into three, isn't it? Because you, you know, you, you're anyway. Yeah. Not to give anything away, but there's the point where you're dealing with Marguerite. She is awful. Awful. She is. She got a foul mouth too. She has a really foul <laughs> mouth. Yeah, they don't muck around with the language in this game either. But no. She is just dreadful. I think what was the phrase the one they said when you're um it's when you're started just starting in in her area or whatever and she she says, Show yourself show yourself you shit cock. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, no messing around. Yeah, it's it's funny. I I mean, you just have to laugh because it's just that, you know, angry granny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm dying to play through it again. Typical of, of Resident Evil games. Janky granny and angry granny. Yeah, she is. Yeah. She's not far off, I don't think. Janky granny. Um, <laughs> typical of Resident Evil games. At the end, if you go through and play through again, you can get infinite ammo and extra things if you do it quickly as well if you complete it in under four hours and all this and i desperately would love to do that but i couldn't bring myself to do it straight away i, need I, I do i do love the name of that achievement that trophy is uh just get me out of here <laughs> for oh, if you beat it under four hours oh yeah okay nice yeah uh, for sure but yeah no definitely really fun there, one of the other dlcs i haven't played it yet but it's it's uh it's jack's 55th birthday okay. <laughs> and i guess the whole thing is you just have to keep him happy by feeding him Right. I don't know. I, I don't. That's that's just the 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 description of the DLC um, in the game. I don't, I don't know what that means, but <laughs> it is odd. It, that game is not for the faint of heart. I mean, Resident Evil Four and Five, and you know those games, they're not so bad. No, this there's one, definitely some shock one. factor type yeah, of things. This that one, like this, is definitely not everyone's cup of tea. No, no, might way. not even be to have somebody watching it with you. They, that person might be disgusted. Oh, my wife, I was playing it upstairs. Like I, was, I couldn't, didn't play it downstairs because of kids and stuff like that. So I played it upstairs. My wife's watching some of it. The points, my wife is just like, "What the fuck are you playing? <laughs> like, oh, how on earth can you play this?" And she saw me at one point as well. Like I was so stressed out, and I turned over and I accidentally hit the trigger on my controller, which <laughs> fired my shotgun. I'm playing it. I'm playing with headphones on next to her. And I jumped a mile. And I, so not only did I scare the shit out of myself, I was also cursing and swearing because I'd wasted a shotgun shell. You know, that stuff is like gold. Especially right? the shotguns. Oh, God. It's so funny. It's just like, why are you doing this to yourself? There's some points where it's just like, I was shaking like a leaf. I was so... <laughs> it's brilliant. It's just brilliant. Yeah. I mean, I, I, was, I, was, uh, I was proud of myself for getting through it. You know, because there's some points where you're like... I, I'm going to put the game down for now. You know, like you, you get to the point, you're like, I'm just going to go to bed. And by yeah. go to bed, I mean I'm going to look at something like unicorns and rainbows on my phone before <laughs> I fall asleep. But <laughs> It's true. Like, I don't suffer. I don't, like, I can watch horror stuff, and, I don't really yeah, same. Bo- and it doesn't really bother me. But I did have one night where I was, I think I stressed myself to some nightmares playing that. Cause I, I, thought I, I thought about that game a lot. Like, and I wake up in the morning, and I'd had not really nightmares, but like dreams about that game <laughs> I think you're right I think I did the same it and was, it was just like, yeah and I don't have it anymore now that I beat the game but it's like it, you're just so I know it just it's 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 definitely a, the experience really gets you you know and you're just like you're, you're thinking about getting through and yeah I think it's a get, different kind of stress that we're not used to because I mean you can play games before you go to bed and you can be wired right you can be wired yeah. playing a game or you can be hyped up or whatever, but it's not often you play a game like Resident Evil where you're just like st- quite stressed, you know, right? Twisted stressed, you know what I mean? 
your stress, but you you also you have a drive to get through it, and you want to you want to know what's what's going on. So yeah, I didn't like, I didn't want to stop playing it. Almost every night, I was like, I only stopped playing it because I had to get some sleep. Yeah. So there's a couple of times where you're super stressed though, and it's late. Like they, I did it once or twice, and like I finally got to a new save point, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in the towel for tonight. <laughs> I think I did that. I think there was one point where I knew I had the boss fight coming up. I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. No, no. Yeah. Yep. I need a fresh, fresh hour in the morning to tackle that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's great. But it's good. I, I'm pretty sure, I, I'm really confident to, I'll, I'll put money on saying you'll hear a lot about this game at the end of the year. I should think so. I'm confident with that, for sure. Yeah, good. That's taking care of one spot on our game of the year list. Yep. Getting some points. Um, cool. So, the only other thing I really put on my list, uh, since we kind of covered some of the dirty 30 stuff um but i started horizon zero dawn yesterday which came out yesterday and man i love this game that's good it, it is it's awesome i'm I mean, hearing it, good things it yeah they they did a great job um it's just such a cool unique world that i don't feel like i've ever experienced in a game before um it's such a cool blend of primitive and futuristic at the same time, you know, cause you have those machines, but you also have people who are just living in like huts using bone arrows, but it's got this blend of tech technology involved into it too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely full of RPG elements and leveling up, but it's, it's not as in depth as something like, you know, like a Skyrim or a fallout or, a um, or a witcher, you know, where there's more crazy ac- skill trees. Yeah. Is it more accessible? Yeah, much more accessible. You know, when you first look at it, you're like, you know, it looks like it's deep, but then as you play through and, and you start doing your skill up- upgrades and, you know, maybe more along the lines of like a, um, I'm trying to think of something that maybe a lot of, I mean, like an Assassin's Creed, for example, you know, you get your skill points and you pick from a handful of things that you want to throw throw that skill point towards. And then as you progress, you unlock more levels of, of skills that maybe require two skill points versus one, you know, so it's, it's that type of tree. It's not, not crazy, crazy deep. Um, but enough where it's, you know, you're still like, which one do I do? <laughs> you're looking at each thing and kind of reading into it and thinking about how you want to play the game. Um, there's a lot of opportunity for stealth and things like that. So that's I'm leaning more heavily on doing the stealth because that's what I enjoy. Um, and I think that's one thing why I really like this game so much because I like stealth, but I also like range attacks and you got your bow and arrow. Um, and there's a lot of cool things to upgrade with that. Um but you learn a lot about uh, Aloy is the the main character's name, and you you know you do a little bit in the beginning where you play her as a child, which didn't work so well in like in a, in a what was it the third Assassin's Creed? Right. <laughs> but in this, it definitely does because it, it it it's sort of the evolution of the character. It kind of makes you really you really care about the character. You know, it's a lot of games. It's, it's a challenge for some games, you know, to really make you truly care about your main character. Um, and this one, you're like, yeah, and this is, you know, you're in, um, but you learn about a scenario and, and, you know, you, you eventually, it comes to the point where she's, you know, she's older now and, and you're going through the, the whole thing where, you know, she, she's an outcast of the community. Um, okay. but there's this opportunity where she can, they call it the proving where she can kind of compete against other people her age and, and be part of the community again. Um, but the, you know, the way that the community is, they have such a disdain for 
the outcasts. You know, they're not supposed to talk to them. It's all the laws and stuff like that. But she's okay. got a couple of champions on the inside, sort of thing. But and then it evolves into the the story from there. But um, and you you know, as you go, you learn more about her background because there's a lot of mystery involved in like where she's from. But and then also like you know what's going on and you know where are these machines coming from and um but you, you don't fight just machines you fight you know um you fight humans as well there's like an um you know there, there's humanoid enemies as well um but i'm having a i'm having a really good time with it i think it's something refreshing about it. i don't feel like i've i don't know like the, the controls are just really good and it, it just it, it it feels easy to jump into and you really want to explore a lot it's you know it I would say like Resident Evil, this is another one you're going to hear a lot about at the end of the year, especially with, you know, I mean, you're hearing more about the reviews. It's, it's, I haven't really heard anything bad about the game. Right. But yeah, it's, it's really cool. And you know, you get, you can get upgrades for your weapons. There's merchants that you can trade things for, you know, when you, when you kill a machine, you can scrap it, you know, you can go through and find different pieces of it and some things you can save for yourself to, to craft, you know, increasing things like your, your quiver size and things like that. But right. Yeah, I don't know much about it. I've got to admit, I I can't really give you much feedback on it. I've not really seen it. I remember seeing a trailer for it, but I've really not paid much attention to it. I am very interested in playing it, and I have it on order, um, so I should be getting that soon. Yeah, it's um, it, it's better than. I mean, I, I I was excited for it. Like I saw the when I first saw like the announcement, everything I was pretty intrigued. And then when I heard some of the early buzz about you know people getting their what was it E3 I think at that point that people are getting their hands on it. Um, was it E3 or was it? Yeah, I think it was E3. And then you heard more about it, like when PlayStation did their like PlayStation Experience thing. And I've been following it, but I haven't been watching every little video. But it, I also because I I didn't want to spoil too much, you know, because I was because how intrigued I was. Um, but you know, th- at this point too, there's a couple game journalists out there that you follow by name versus publication, and you know, ones you align with, and and every one of those that I, I follow were super on board with it, and. Which had some promise, so um, yeah, I'm I'm loving the hell out of this game though. It's really good. Cool, I can't wait. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's a good one. Has um, it got? Has it? Got it's got good graphics. Good. I saw that it has good graphics too. Somebody posted said the the um, character models are fantastic. Yeah, you know that's the, one of the other takeaways I had too is um, <laughs> the one 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 thing that falls short in resident evil is like the mouth animations to the words are terrible (laughs) absolutely terrible um but horizon zero dawn it's flawless like it's you know the the character animations are are super realistic you know the um you know the the eyes the mouth the the hair and everything is it works really well um the um yeah the dialogue's good the voice acting is really good the only the only dialogue i found a little Hollow is like a, a couple side missions that I did, and I think those are just sort of the, those filler things where maybe it's second string, second string writers <laughs> coming maybe. up with with sidebar content. But right. some of that was, I mean, not not wouldn't say terrible, but it definitely um, falls short in comparison to to how some of the main game, uh, main mission stuff has been. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. I'm excited to hear what other else thinks when they start playing it. Cool. Cool. Well, uh, cool. We got, looks like a couple things in the news. 
This is a great piece of news. The original news. Dun, 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 dun. I had some news. Bad news. Breaking news. I had a few news pieces. Press the left trigger to see the most amazing thing in the world. <laughs> this just in. Yes. News. News. What is the news? Um, news from Japan. News from Japan. Japan. That cut off by my own. You were saying. <laughs> That's okay. There's nothing be- quite. There's nothing better to be cut off by. Than yourself. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, we're just running through. So let's, let's power through the news now. We're well o- well over past what we were aiming for, so we're doing well. True. Cool. So what, what did you have here, this first thing? I, did I put that in there? Uh, it's in there. I didn't do it. Oh, I put that in a, over a week ago. <laughs> you know what? This is this, uh, yeah, this is this is actually out of date because the title is The Mexican Runner's Nesmania Project Coming to an Historic End. And this was this guy whose challenge was to beat every Nes game. Um, oh, yeah, nice. the actual t- actual title should be the Mexican runners Nesmania project has come to a historic end because he finished it, uh, but I don't know any details. Well, this news uh, piece is historic itself. Yeah, that news piece is gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just threw one thought. I'm sure there's other stuff out there in the news. I just haven't been paying too much attention. But um, one thing that did come out this week as an announcement was a sequel to Shadow of Mordor. So Middle Earth Shadow of War has been announced, and it's also the first conform- confirmed Scorpio title. That came out a bit out of nowhere. Like, yeah, there was. It was like one day there was like this leak from Target's website that came down quick, but somebody screenshot it saying it was a Shadow of War posting, and then the next day was the announcement trailer for the C- the CG trailer. And that might that might have just been like, all right, we might as well say it because maybe they're waiting. But um, you know, I found myself kind of excited. You know, I really enjoyed Shadow of Mortar. Um, I think we all did. Everybody that played it. On the I show. I tell you what, I am not excited. And the funny thing is, that is completely in line with what I was like when I was playing the game. Is that I remember, it used to always make me laugh. Is that I didn't want to play that game at all. But every time I did, I loved it to death and played it for hours. <laughs> and then I'd put yeah. it down, and I would never want to play it ever again. I just would have no interest in playing it again. But I'd pick it up and play it and love it again. So that's I I think that that game was just amazing. Yeah. I, I should be excited. I'm not, but that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited to hear more. I want to see gameplay. I mean, it's you know, that that came out it was it was an early, early game for this generation, right? Didn't it come out on both 360 and one, but Nemesis System wasn't on. Yeah, then it came out on the play on the new consoles. They also released it on the older consoles, but the Nemesis System wasn't on the 360. I don't know about the PlayStation Three. Right, I think it was the same. But which is yeah. which was just that cripples it because you know without that Nemesis System, that was the thing that made you go, "Holy crap, this is really cool." You're like, "Oh, that dude's got a plate on his head now." You know? <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting to. I'll be. I definitely will be interested to see what they do to change it up because. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, that game was just that was that was gameplay, right? Just the gameplay was what was just fun about it. Yeah, uh, so once, I'm, I'm curious you, to see. Yeah, but, once well, once you were kicking shit, at, once you got nicely tooled up and and got a good grasp of how to fight, it was great. Yeah, you're interrogating and finding out about the you know the the sub bosses and yeah. what their weaknesses are, what their strengths are, so you know what not to do. Now, um, well, I think what would be really cool was if they introduced some new characters like elves who had bows and arrows and stuff like that. Actually, you had a bow and arrow, didn't you? I think maybe yeah. you did. Yeah, you did. Because yeah. the um, Calibrimbor had the 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 bow and arrow. Yeah. 
I mean, if so they in- introduce like dwarves and elves and stuff like that, and do and get it as fluid and cool as, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll be all over that. That'd be great. Yeah. So I'm ex- yeah, I'm excited to see more. I want to see what what they do to evolve the Nemesis system. I mean, it was already awesome, and I don't think we've seen anything like it yet um, in any of the other games out there. No. But um, I think it'll be cool. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Excited to see what else they do. So. But that's the only bit of news, so we can, uh, I guess we'll just jump into the charts and then take this thing home. Okay, sounds good to me. Found my chart music. Bear, bear, bear. I really can't find my chart music. <laughs> that's all right, I can dub it in later. Uh, that's fun. Oh, here it is. <laughs> Great. Okay, now I don't need to dub it in later, that's good. Nope, save you some time. Uh, all right, I'll you want me to do the West. Sure, I'll do the West. Uh, okay, so now uh, a little bit of a change. Now we're splitting it down into console uh, for the West. So at number 10, we have It Will Not Die, Minecraft, the Xbox edition. Uh, at number 9 uh, is FIFA 17 for the FIFA. Xbox One. Yeah, FIFA. At number 8 for the PS4 is FIFA. Uh, <laughs> at number 7, a game that I have, uh, Sniper Elite 4. On the Are PlayStation 4. Yeah, I have it on X-Bone. Um, nice. But I haven't got a chance to get down to it. So I think I'm going to get that put onto my... Um... Library? No, I actually got a code from the developer. Ooh. Yeah, so... Uh... Moving on up in the world. Well, <laughs> no, I, you know what? I mean, that the, the, fair play to Rebellion. They gave me a code for Zombie Army Trilogy. I don't know why I ended up getting it. I think I just asked for it, right? But I've flown the flag for that game pretty well. And uh, Zombie Army Trilogy made the lists for Game of the Year in 2015. True. And, uh, um, and also uh, ba- and, uh, Battlezone VR was made by them too. And that made Steve's list for, uh, for Game of the Year. So I was like, dudes, look. Hey, you know what? It's not as though we're not flying your flag. And they're like, yeah, here you go. Yeah, Sniper Elite 4. I was like, cool. Let's get on that. So uh, I will give what that a go got? soon. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll get on that at some point. Um, at number six for the Xbox One, I can't. This is just insane. Grand, Grand Theft Auto Five is just still there. I think everyone in the world owns a copy. <laughs> I don't. So well, uh, yeah. So at some point, I'll be helping boost that back up the charts. Yeah, you'll uh, make or break their uh, their, te- their uh, retention on the list. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe how old is this list? Number five, Forza Horizon Three for the Xbox One. Um, <laughs> if it wasn't for numbers one to three, I think this list was broken. But um, right. At number four for the PlayStation 4 is GTAV. Uh, at number three for the X-Bone is For Honor. At number two for the PlayStation 4 is For Honor. And at number one for the Xbox One, it's Halo Wars 2. Nice. Cool. I did the For Honor beta. forgot to so, mention that. Yeah, I did that too. That's all right. I mean, it was cool, but I don't see myself playing it, a lot of it. No. My son really enjoyed it. He played it way more than I did. Yeah, it seems like they had some cool stuff that weren't... Because I did the closed beta, so it was literally just sort of a couple things. But they added, like, a death match and, and a two-on-two or something. And that's pretty cool. Uh, forgot to mention, too, I did do the Wildlands, the Ghost Recon Wildlands beta, too, which was kind of fun. But, again, don't know if I want to do, like... You know, it felt very Division-y, if you will, with a lot of that stuff. I mean, it better than Division, but same sort of, like, do this mission, go do that thing. So. Right. Who knows? Kind of cool. All right. For Japan, uh, coming at number 10 for the 3DS is Super Mario Manufacturer for the 3DS. (laughs) 
Coming in at number 9 for the PS4 is For Honor. Uh, coming at number 8 for the 3DS is Dragon Quest Monsters Joker 3 Professional. Yep. Coming at number 7, confirmed. <laughs> coming at number 7 for the 3DS is Pokemon Sun and Moon. Uh, number 6 for the PS4 is Witch and 100 Cavalry 2. Yep. I'd like to know what that is. I forgot to check. Witch and 100 Cavalry. Uh, number 5 for the PS Vita is Harukanaru Toki no Kanade 3 Ultimate. Yes. Oh, surprised I didn't. That was alright. Not too bad. Coming in at number 4 for the PS4 is Neo. Uh, coming in at number 3 for the PS Vita is Super Robot Battle VR. And coming in at number 2 for the PS4, Super Robot Battle VR. And coming at number 1 for the PS4 is Nier Automata. Nier Automata. Yeah, you've heard of that Nier. game, right? N- I don't know. <gasps> N- that Nier, game, I have not. man. That game should be on your radar, too. A lot of people are saying it's really good. What is really it? Really good. What is this? Um, I, it's some sort of fighting adventure game. I, I, again, I haven't paid too much attention. I'm definitely not watching anyone streaming on Twitch. I just heard it's really good, and I'm just waiting to play it. So, it's a spiritual successor to Nier, which mm, not a lot of people played, but was just looked it up on. Uh, it looks interesting. Yeah, looks Nier interesting. was interesting. Had an amazing soundtrack. It was really. I put a good load of hours into it. But it dropped off after a while. I was like, I had enough of it. Um, but yeah, this one's supposed to be great. Cool. So there. Neat. Well, a uh, quick little thing on community. Um, thank you for everybody for their kind words on our Game of the Year episode that came out five weeks too late and was also like four <laughs> weeks ago from this show. <laughs> totally nine <laughs> weeks of inactivity. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We're good. Um, but, you know, uh, here in Ledger, Greg DeLacy did mention that he enjoyed our end of the year cannabis naming podcast. That was fun. <laughs> Where also that our top games were discussed. Um, he did say that Titanfall 2 is better than everything that we listed. However, I did list Titanfall 2. So I don't know if Titanfall 2 means it's better than Titanfall 2. Maybe. Never question the DeLacy. Please advise. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, but yeah, so that's a show. Nice. Yeah. You can, uh, go to our website. It's gamepunchers.com. If you want. If you'd like. You can shoot us an email. It's podcast at gamepunchers.com. Uh, you can reach out to us on Twitter at gamepunchers.pod. I am at John LaValley. I am at Fraser Moo. Steve is at Chambango. And what's that other guy's name? Fish. (laughs) Fish. Fish is at the Jesus Fish. Yes, sir. Um, you heard Fraser and I mentioned Slack at the beginning of the show. Should you still be with us? Uh, tinyurl.com slash slackpunchers is where you can request an invite to the Slack channel. Uh, pretty lively on there most days, if not every day, a little bit. But um, join the convo. That's where we talk there more than anything else. It's pretty true. More than Twitter. Um, cool. And that's a show. Nice. So... As always, thank you for listening. And... Wizard. Wizard.